First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Jacksonville and Houston. Okay. So, everyone lost teaser legs on Jacksonville. Everyone lost Survivor on Jacksonville, including me. Um, I... I saw that they were the consensus in the Circa and I was like, Jag shouldn't be the consensus. And I still didn't change it in another pool because I'm an idiot, even though I knew that there's no way they've proven enough to be the consensus pick to win a game outright. Can we stop with the Jaguars hype, please? It has to stop nationally. It has to stop. They're not good or special in any way. Well, last week we gave Lawrence a pass because of the weather in Philadelphia. What the hell happened today? He threw an interception to Stingley in the end zone. They On were, second and short. It was right. a, it was a horrible interception. I mean, they they couldn't punch it in. They had a few. I mean, this is the, honestly, this game was just like the game that Houston tied in Week One, where they gave up a ton of yards, but they just didn't give up points. Yeah, four hundred and twenty-two yards right. and only six points is impressive yeah. by Jackson. Yeah, so like. You know, in, in that case, you want to say that they were unlucky today, but dude, you got to create your own luck at home against the worst team in the NFL when this is year two with Lawrence with a quarterback friendly coach and you've got studs on defense. Walker committed a you know, dumbass penalty that really set up that Pierce run, which was like the best in the NFL this season. I like that guy a lot. What was he, a fourth round pick? Yeah, it, it's, and the team I root for took Najee Harris in the first round. Yeah, it's, what it's, the fuck? It's rare when the uh, like the preseason fantasy hype guy is actually awesome, but everyone was all over Damian. That Pierce. was like your boy Kareem Hunt in Kansas City that one year, the same thing, and he led the league in rushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like when the preseason fantasy all hype guy actually is awesome. Uh, it's like score one for the nerds, but yeah, Damien Damien Pierce is great. Uh, but this man. is a this is a nerd. Um, this is a nerd stalemate. They got Pierce right and they got the Jags wrong. Is what yeah, that's is. right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that's right. They don't don't know how to handle this one. But God, I don't. I mean, I don't have much for you on the Texans other than your Pierce point. Like. Yep. 248 yards of offense. I have no idea how they are not winless. Like, I think they are as lacking in talent as everybody assumed so, they were. So you love a game every Sunday where there's just points galore and there's like fantasy implications and everything else. That was the Chargers and Browns game yeah. today. It was yeah. outstanding. Uh, Eckler went off. Chubb went off. Herbert actually didn't have big stats. He had a pretty pedestrian game as far as he goes, but... Williams had a good game. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he had 100 yards again receiving. Um, yeah, it's 134, I think. Dude, the Browns, I can't really take solace or satisfaction in watching them lose just because of what's happened to the Steelers. But it is hysterical the way they <laughs> fucking lose these games, dude. Like, Brissett throws a ball right at a guy. Yeah. When why aren't they running Chubb in those that situation? FYI. Right. And I'm in a situation where I love tweaking their fans, and I fucking caught all kinds of shit when York got drafted. I murdered them for taking him where he did, and then he won the Carolina game, and Browns fans just 
beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and now the guy's missed a 40-yarder, and he missed the game-winning kick again today. Yeah. Glorious. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice turn of events for you. I, I have no idea what they were doing throwing the ball with 240 left and that Jacoby Brissett interception. It it defied all logic because like neither team wanted to win. Like my guy Brandon Staley, what are you what happened with that? What are you doing? You're up two. It's fourth and two from your own side of the 50 with 70 seconds left. I have a I have a theory on that. I mean, he said he just wanted to win the game and keep his offense on the I field. A, but yeah, I have a theory on that. Do, do you think he thought he was losing? No. He's from Cleveland. Did you know that? I had no. So his entire family was at the game. And I honestly think he wanted to go back to that swashbuckling Brandon Staley from last year and was like, I'm going to come into my hometown and we're going to win this game fucking Frank Sinatra style my way by getting this fourth down conversion. And then afterwards, everyone's like, he's back. The Maverick is back. Back to doing his fourth down thing. And it almost blew up on him in spectacular fashion. If York makes the kick, he leads every NFL show tomorrow. Well, but I, because I, well, did you look at, what did the, uh, what did the fourth down bot say? What did the analytics bot say? Did it say it was a good call? I didn't see it. I I didn't see it either. It It, could not have said that was a good decision. It could not have. It could not have. No. Dude, there was a minute 10 left. Like, what are you doing? That was that was completely insane. Uh, that Niners Panthers game was tragic. I I thought Carolina was gonna have their last Waterloo stand here, and you said no. It's it, they can't because they're coached by Matt Rule and quarterbacked by Baker Mayfield. You were spot on about that. Yeah, because the Niners are good. Uh, the Niners could easily be undefeated. Yeah. They easily could be undefeated. Yeah, they lost a weather game and they lost 11-10 to uh, Denver. Right. So, yeah. and the, the Panthers, that, that stat of Matt Rule being 1-27 when his team gives up 17 or more points. I think Florio said tonight that he's going to get fired tomorrow. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, by the time people, by the time we post this pod, he could be on his ass and making a ton of money to go coach a college team somewhere next year. Well, and they were saying, yeah, the logic was that like they would fire him early in hopes that he gets a college job to reduce the buyout. Brilliant. Love it. Yeah, I mean, cut your losses, right? Temper's like, a business, man. Yeah. Well, it, like it's the same thing I said about Hackett in Denver. Like as soon as you know, he's bad, fire him. Just like f- figure out, figure out the money later. The difference to- there though is, Rule is actually good at something. Rule is a great college coach. I think if he goes back into college, he's a top 10 college football coach. Nathaniel oh, Hackett couldn't, sure. you know, be the head coach of my high school football <laughs> team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was a coach at our alma mater, and it was nothing yeah. impressive. Yeah, his whole yeah. entire career is Aaron Rodgers and nepotism. Yeah, I I'm I, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, but for San Francisco, the Bosa thing is going to be a big deal. He left that game with a groin injury. They already are down Trent Williams. That's the type, and obviously Lance. But those are the things that can derail them. 
So they're finding a way to look good, especially defensively in these games. But how many stars can you afford to lose is going to be the question for them, really. Like I last bet- year, they were banged up all year. And yeah. they got hot at the end of the season. I, I bet I bet him today. Uh, well, that was I, an easy one. Congratulations for you. Oh, I'm, I'm saying I put in a future. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, th- Thirteen to one for the NFC or the Super Bowl. Su- Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Only only teams with shorter odds than them in the NFC are uh, Green uh, Philly and Green Bay. Um, or, and maybe they're tied with Tampa, but I just they can they can run the ball. And they've got an awesome defense, and I just, I think they, I think that they easily could be five and zero. Yeah. So, and like, I want to see Jalen Hurts against an awesome defense, which we haven't really seen yet. We'll get, to, we'll get to see it Sunday night. But I, I think it's a good time. I think it's a good time to put in a bet on San Francisco. All right, here we go. Here's your game. I don't even really want to say anything personally. Just how, how, how painful was that Kenny Pickett debut in that Steeler game for you? Well, that's actually the, again, the irony of losing by five touchdowns, the Steelers' worst loss since 1989, is that their problems are so plentiful. Like, I watched that game today, and I thought that Pickett was, like, the least of their worries. He threw one horrendous interception where he badly underthrew Johnson, but their wide receivers can't catch. They're giving Johnson $18 million a year. He got in on that Christian Kirk train and got a two-year bridge deal, making a lot of money, and he's dropping balls left and right. Claypool from Notre Dame sucks. Same thing for him. Big body makes no contested catches. Uh, And their defense, Danny, is shit without Watt. I mean, it is awful. You give up a 98-yard touchdown on third and long. Yeah, you've got injuries back there. You don't have a healthy secondary, and it's Josh Allen. I understand that. But you've got Mike Tomlin, Brian Flores. Like, you've got guys where a dude should not have 350 passing yards in the first half. (laughs) I mean, like, is Josh Allen allowed to have a great game against them? Yes. Is he allowed to have a historic game against them? No, I don't think so. They're spending over a mil, over a hundred million dollars on that side of the ball. Yeah, it was pathetic. The game was wow. over. The game was over on the Gabe Davis touchdown. Yes, it was, over. It was just yeah. And was, then they and then they fucked up the kickoff return after that touchdown because their kick returner had something in his eye, and they had to have a backup corner go out there, and he botched it, and the Bills recovered a fumble. I mean, it was a three Stooges. Yeah, that, out there. yeah, and listen, I mean, I, I didn't watch every snap like you did. I mean, so, some of it has to be on the quarterback when you score three points. But, like, for, first start, run into a buzzsaw, defense gives up that many points, you know, you're not going to freak out about it. But, whew, Buffalo's offense when they're rolling is scary, man. It is a, like... They I don't was, just beat bad teams... They, they obliterate bad teams like it's Georgia versus Vanderbilt or Alabama yeah. against New Mexico State. I mean, it looks like college football scores when yeah. they play a team that's not any good. Yeah, no, laying a big number with them is not scary at all. It's like the normal NFL rules for laying big favorites doesn't apply uh, to them at all. You done with your uh, insane contrarian trolley hot take that Cooper Rush is going to take Dak's job 10 of 16 102 yards today 
in a win. You said you said if the Cowboys beat the Rams, there's no way they go back to Dak the following week. I don't I don't think I don't think that applies today, big boy. No, I think that they will. I think that they'll continue to sit Dak. You you think that they'll rush him back when he's day to day? Because I think, I think if Dak game? Prescott is healthy, Cooper Rush eking out a hundred passing yards today no, is know. not going to be the thing that keeps the the two hundred million dollar quarterback or the hundred sixty no. million dollar quarterback on the sidelines. No, no, I. I understand that, but like now Russell Wilson this year is a totally different story, but you know, Wilson last year got rushed back from that finger thing and was terrible. Now, now we're learning maybe it's more of just a psychological thing with him and he's just well yeah, the also- shoulder surgery too. Like if I'm a Bronco fan and I got that news about the shoulder, that would be like the highlight of my season. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe there's a reason he looks terrible. Yeah, I don't know how that explains him rating the defense at a remedial level like he's Mitch I, Trubisky, but it, it, it doesn't. But I'd be lying to myself. Like I, I would be, I would be hope trafficking with myself if I was a Broncos fan that it's all somehow related. Danny, I, I would just if I'm Dallas, I get what you're saying about Rush's numbers being way down. I would just want to see with the way that they played the last few weeks. I'd like to see it not work before I made a move, especially when it's an injury thing with a guy. And I mean, maybe listen, you, you don't have time off. Rush him back. Big picture. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying maybe more time back helps you big picture. That's all. There's a cost benefit analysis to not playing him again this yeah, week. You obviously you don't rush him back because it's not desperate times because Cooper Rush has kept you more than afloat. So sure. But they're not winning these games because of Cooper Rush. They're winning these games because they have, to this point, the scariest defense in the NFL. Like, well, they're they, running the ball too, like they used to a, a few years ago. Pollard and Elliott both look good right now. Yeah, Pollard had the big one, uh, which like they haven't had a ton of explosive plays. But yeah, that was that was obviously needed. Gallup had an awesome catch down the sidelines. Like it 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 felt like there was the makings there of a pretty good offense if they had I just feel if they go to if they go to Dak and they open it up and they lose there's going to be the well if they had just tried to play the way with Cooper Rush with Dak in there maybe they win and I just would not don't don't let people put that criticism or don't let people have that hypothetical on their mind let's watch it fail in a game that's what I would want to do that way, yeah. I just think I think that talk of that narrative story. is overblown. Like Dak's their guy; they think for the next decade. I don't think they're going to be worried about a game here or a game there. Um, well, let me ask you about Stafford. How close is he to Russell Wilson and those guys right now, dude? Did you see this? Uh, I want to pull up this stat for you. He's Matt Ryan. He Matt got Ryan sacked five times again today. Yeah, Matt Stafford. Five touchdowns, seven interceptions, sacked 21 times. Matt Ryan, five touchdowns, seven interceptions, sacked 21 times. They're the same person. And we said this off the opener. Remember after the Bills game? We talked about how, like, he's a statue, and if their pass protection is going to be like that all year, then he's just going to get killed and he's going to get injured. 21 sacks through five games with only five touchdowns thrown, man, they can't win anything of substance playing like that. No chance. I, yeah. it, it gets, it gets easier now, obviously like that. That's like the worst matchup possible, 
uh, for, for a bad offensive line, but no, they, they are not a contender in any way right now. Well, it's McVay's job to involve other people in the offense besides, besides um, Cup. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, Robinson's done nothing. The running backs largely are inconsequential. They bring nothing to the table. Van Jefferson's hurt, but like he's not somebody that should be a significant sizable loss. So they're almost never under 500 with him. I don't know how many times they've been under 500 with McVay. This can't be more than the second or third time that that's happened. But I think there are some legitimate criticisms of the job he's done through five games this year. Dolphins and Jets is the next game. Do you do we have to grade that Jets win differently because Teddy Bridgewater entered the new concussion protocol and only threw one pass? Yes, we do. But if I'm a Jets fan who's used to flunking classes and getting, you know, failing grades, I don't give a shit. I mean, that to me, they scored 40 points today. And did some of those come off turnovers? Yeah. I mean, Skylar Thompson making his first start as a rookie seventh round pick, but like, I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater being out had to do with the way Brees Hall looks or uh, Zach Wilson or Garrett Wilson, Michael Carter. Like they have guys on offense. They have dudes. Five rushing they, touchdowns for the this, this draft class. Their, their first round picks, Gardner and Wilson, yeah. and then Hall in the second round. If Zach Wilson's decent, they might have a squad, bro. Yeah. Well, we we talked about their two through 53. On like, paper, they look good. Yeah. It's um, just the coach and the quarterback that are obviously question marks. Yeah, I think that, like, coming in, the Dolphins – you know, because of what they did to Buffalo, like there was like more belief in them. And then Tua gets hurt and it's a huge story. And then we know something about Teddy. So like, it, it, it's natural to say that like, what's the bigger story? The Jets win or the Dolphins lost? Like it's natural to say that the bigger story is the Dolphins lost because we associated them with having a higher ceiling. But I'm with you. The Jets have the making of some reason for hope. Like, I don't think they're going to contend or anything this year, but that was an ass kicking. Like you score 40 points in an NFL game. That's an ass kicking. Uh, it's interesting watching the, the concussion protocol after Tua, like it's obviously the right thing to do. The guy says he's fine. He passes the test and he's still not allowed back in the game is what happened there for people that don't know. Right. Well, and so, because it's the quarterback of the same team. I know. You know, like it, it and again, like just like optically, there was no way he was going back in the game. There's no way the NFL would want it to. There's no way McDaniel would want it to. And again, it's the right thing to do to be conservative with this sort of thing. But it's not hard to imagine a scenario later in the season, playoffs on the line, playoff game, something like that, sure. different team removed from the Tua situation where that's a huge controversy. Yep. And the other and thing people, to pay it. Yeah. Just, just people will lose the perspective of the immediacy of, right. of, of the, of the Tua thing. 
And the last note on that game is Hill, I guess, was seen in a walking boot afterwards. So yeah. that's obviously a big thing to monitor and watch.